The Dark Prophecy, Chapter 1. Lester, Apollo, still human, thanks for asking. Gods, I hate my life. When our dragon declared war on Indiana, Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Ava, Neve, how are ya? Oh, my friends, I am sleepy. Um, I finished the like my job had like a set beginning and end this summer because it was like a classic like summer thing so i finished it and my body has crashed officially um so i don't know if it's an allergy type situation but i've just been very congested very fatigued um and i'm I'm sleepy (laughs) but i'm i'm recharging and i'm chilling and i'm continuing to prep for you know, next month and all that. How about, how about you, Neve? Um, I'm good. I worked two different jobs today. So that was fun. Um, and I'm definitely a little tired, but feeling good getting through it. Uh, and yeah, just sort of saving a lot of money, which is kind of boring, but <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's good. Know. It's like like thinking about every like coffee I purchase and I'm like, do I need this coffee? Which is so embarrassing. Cause it's like no one's like noticing that, but it's always like it does add up. Yeah. It's so annoying to think about. But then there are some days that I just need a little treat. And I <laughs> And I will be getting that little treat. No, I always reason it to myself as like if I am working that day. I owe it to myself to get a coffee because like I'm doing the work to pay for it as I'm drinking it. Therefore it's fine. Again, I shouldn't spend as much money on coffee as I do, but like, you know, you got to buy yourself a little treat. Exactly. A a little bit, give yourself something every day because why else are you doing the work you're doing? Yes. You have the will to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And I just also had a family vacation for the weekend in Fire Island where I literally did not spend a single dime. Slay. Got a bunch of things. So I was like, it's fine. Because <laughs> a whole bunch of people just paid for everything that I just did this weekend. Shout out my Uncle John. It was so fun. He <laughs> literally bought this house and let everyone stay in it for free. And then my That's parents amazing. bought me food. So it was very fun. It was cool. The waves were fucking insane. I was like expecting like a fun little beach swim. No, this was like a survival match. We were like, I was fighting for my life in the ocean this weekend. I don't know what it was. There were like storms in like New England area. And I think they were really like affecting the waters down here because, oh my God. the It was literally like the waves were like, like seven to 10 feet, like all weekend. Oh, wow. and, I just had, and it was like always high tide for some reason it was fun it was a challenge east <laughs> like, coast fucking damn. waves be like that though i yeah. like i don't understand it's also like i think we're people are saying we're headed into like a really crazy hurricane season yeah I but the weather's been fucking batshit in general 
the yeah. last time there was a crazy hurricane season, my area did not fare well. <laughs> so I'm going to knock on wood. <laughs> That's true. Though generally, you're not in like prime hurricane territory. <laughs> you know, like, like hurricanes yeah. once in a while come up. Like, but that that is a, a very specific incident. Florida, however. Oh, Anyways, how are you, Brayden? I'm also just kind of, kind of shweepy. Um, I also was, I was at work from eight to six. So that's always, that 10 hour shift is always a little, uh, yeah, jarring. But luckily tomorrow, I only have like a little bit of a, this is, tomorrow was my sixth day in a row of working without a day off. And it's really, uh really getting yeah, to me a little bit. I did bit. seven right before I left for vacation. I really needed that vacation. <laughs> yeah, it's like, there's a reason we have a five-day work week because Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I'm like, I'm chilling, you know, just doing what we're doing. That's that's about it. Like I I don't I have nothing. I wish I had anything more interesting to say. I feel like every Ooh. week this summer we've been like, oh, nothing, you know. I have something semi interesting. Um, other than being tired, I finally started Succession. Oh, work. And I'm only mid episode two, so I'm not. <clears throat> sorry, so I'm not too far. But um, I'm a fan. It's very compelling. So I'll, I'll keep you all posted. Oh, oh, here are my exciting things. They're not going to be exciting to anyone else, but this is what is exciting me this week. Play, play. Um, there was a big X-Men comic event mm-hmm. that dropped last Wednesday that I'm still recovering from. The Hellfire Gala this year was crazy. Oh. Um, big repercussions. Lots of people died. Oh, um, no. Carly Rae Jepsen just these these things are could not be less related. Carly <laughs> Rae Jepsen just released a new album and oh. she's done it again. Um, it's weird. Like it's not weird. Like, like I liked it, but it was weird. It I was. Know. It's I funky. Like I don't like it as much as Loneliest Time. That may just be because I'm not in love with someone and I can't really like. Yeah. I, can't, I can't. It's so like I love I just, my boyfriend. In a like way that is yeah. nice and it's good music, but in a way that I don't connect with like the softer songs in it as yeah, much as I did the, with them in the lonely. Like, upbeat ones are a lot more fun. Yeah. Stadium love and come over. I have, I've been playing those on fucking loop. There was one. I need to listen to this. I didn't even know it was released. Aeroplanes is funky. Psychedelic love. Okay, you texted me about that one. And can I be honest with you? Aeroplanes kind of was like not my favorite i also didn't like it at first but it's <laughs> grown on me like, it's weird sounds bizarre like the whole thing sounds bizarre but this one i was like all right she's pushing the limits but um shy boy was good oh yes like shy boy one. was the single and it was a single for the single for a reason yeah it was good and i liked kamikaze as well kamikaze is also good um and, and then my other thing review. Thank you for listening to our official review. <laughs> yes. Uh, we always dive into like a media review podcast for like yeah, a oh, little completely. bit of our episodes. Um, I also started watching, uh, they rebooted Roni, Real Housewives oh, yes. of, of New York. 
Um, they basically fired the season four, 13 cast, like who has been the ongoing cast since season one and shifting and completely started fresh. Um, Why? I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch the third episode after this. It's fantastic. <laughs> that's what, that's, that's what it is called. Colloquially. I want to tell you about a moment in it was two, one or two years ago at this. I don't know, but a moment where we were lo- like setting up TVs in a, in college apartments, and I was like, "Oh, I have a subscription to NBC's streaming service, Peacock. I have it through our my parents' cable, so like I don't even pay for this, and neither did they. Xfinity gives us a free membership, but you guys are welcome to sign on to the account if you want. They've got some fun movies, and did Little did I know that I would be setting up an absolute addiction. Oh, completely. Housewives franchise. (laughs) It's like, it's a problem. It's not a problem (laughs) because it's fine. And I love it. Um, I will. The the real reason we signed into Peacock was because they moved New Girl off Netflix. So that kind of. uh, And it also has like Parks and Rec and, you know. Yeah, so that kind of stations when this happened in time for our listeners. Um, <laughs> so this is very recent. Like, this is, like, the beginning of 2023. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I'm i really full 100% in on the Housewives. I live for these women. Uh, especially this this Roni cast is, is fantastic. I'm as into them as I was the Salt Lake cast. So... I'm having a great time. I'm so happy for you. I'm so glad that my parents' cable subscription can provide this to you. <laughs> well, we're we're about to live together in a month for the next at least year. So then yeah, it'll feel praying. less. <laughs> it'll feel less um, freeloading. <laughs> Send one up. <laughs> Send one up for me. <laughs> Speaking of reality TV, I'm though, kidding. I'm so excited. There is a new season of Project Runway, and I am positively living because I was quite literally raised on that show, and for better or for worse. Um, and it's like an all star season, but like with people that you wouldn't really expect to come back. Oh my god! So it's like basically what they did with this past Drag Race season, but they did it so much better. Um. Man, guys, please go watch it. It's so good. That's all. And with that, welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood, our 12th season. What? What? Yeah, we've been doing this forever. That's Um, crazy. For those of you keeping track, that is our, this is our 170th episode. That's crazy. Okay, we like should do something for two hundred. We will do something for two hundred. We really should do something. We will hit two hundred in two books. Okay, now we still have time to plan. Then yeah, Yeah, because we have we do like eleven episodes a season, so and we'll be at one ten episodes. Eleven, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, 11. Because we'll end at 180 for the for this season. So, them, yeah. Not next book, but the book after. Burning Maze. 
will hit 200. Big title. Right before we finish Trials of Apollo and can finally read The Sun and the Star and the new... I, I've had people ask about coming on the podcast for the new Percy Jackson book that is coming out. And I was like, I wish we could, but we literally can't read it because we don't yeah. can't spoil Trials of Apollo for ourselves. True. Literally. So that's that. <laughs> this week we'll be discussing the Dark Prophecy, uh, chapters one through four, through the theme of acclimatization. <laughs> Uh, we'll okay. talk more about how we landed on that theme <laughs> when we get to the theme. We'll come back to that later. For now, Neve, uh, would you like to provide a brief summary of the events of these first four chapters of The Dark Prophecy for us in three, two, one? I knew you were talking a lot. So Okay, so um, so we're back. And uh, the gang is going, the, the setup gang for this book and for, I assume, most of the rest of the series, is on their way to try and stop Nero um, traveling across the country. And um, Festus fucking hates Indiana. Hates it. Uh, so they uh, check it out. Festus has a problem. He's, like, in, he, like, start throws up fire. Why am I struggling so much? And then these ugly, ugly, ugly described, like, villains, literally some of the worst descriptions ever, um, attack them, but they're rescued by... Uh, I mean, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but they're rescued. And then they're all at the Union Station in Indianapolis. Um, and they, oh, I'm out of time. Yeah, you got most of it. They just I know. Solid. I was, they, they, and then they talk about the Hunters of Artemis and I forgot that. But Yeah, and she's a, an Apollo made her a god, cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Was a great cliffhanger for us to to end on. It was. I wanted to keep going so badly. I got. I did get very curious. I was. I was a bit like. There, Rick was throwing a lot at the wall with this one, and <laughs> for some reason, a lot of it was just going in one ear, out the other for me. I, I could not like process what was happening in these chapters because it was so kind of random and wild, but. They got me on the hook by the end there, and I was like, "Okay, okay, I'm I'm ready to keep going now." We're here. Just, We're here. We I just jumped so in the middle of stuff happening that it was like, "Oh my god!" Well, also, also like the beginning of every book, especially in these series, has to like talk a little bit about like who these characters are, which is annoying because it's like we. I mean, I guess if you like were reading these when they were released and you had to wait like a full year then I wouldn't imagine you would need like a refresher of like what's happening and who these people are and like what, you know, but then it's like, we're like reading them so close together. It's like remembering the events of the past book. And then they're like shoving you into the events of the current. And it's just like very, you know, confusing to keep track of like what we're paying attention to. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I do think though that like the kind of rushed craziness is what, made me get so into it so quickly because like I struggle a lot with like prolonged exposition I'm like okay and then what like when is it gonna get fun um but that's kind of why I like like the second book always in like the little series because like they don't waste time they don't waste any time they throw a bunch of shit at you and say see what sticks and I had a ball with that personally but I don't know I also just kind of like the vibes of this book so far i think it's interesting that he's bringing up artemis right away 
Um, and so I'm really curious to see how she kind of plays a role in this one. Oh yeah. Um, there's definitely some like interesting plot threads being dropped right in the beginning of this book that I'm like, okay, I'm really interested to see where we're going, especially cause we're in Indiana, not yeah. to shit on Indiana for anyone who lives in Indiana, but like, I agree, Festus. Like, why are we here? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm originally from Missouri. My family lives in Illinois. I've done that drive from the East Coast to, uh, like, Illinois, St. Louis area um, before often. Uh, And yet, whenever I've done, like, where are the states on this map thing, I've never once remembered Indiana. Why? Because it doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> because you have you have pen, like i i liked the the tracking through um the states in the beginning it's like new jersey all right fine they are fine with new jersey whatever um, pennsylvania work yeah i actually kind of liked pennsylvania yeah slay. yeah slay Great pennsylvania part. slay pennsylvania too big <laughs> but um <laughs> but otherwise Ohio, okay, it's Ohio. Ohio is funny for the fact it is Ohio. Yeah. And then Indiana is just Ohio, but it doesn't have the reputation of Ohio. No, Indiana has no sense of humor. Store brand Ohio. Yeah. Store brand Ohio. The great value Ohio. We just pissed so many people off. Like, we're going to get messages this week. Yeah, it's true. But let's be real. Like, we're also starting with Ohio. Like, wow. Yeah. I think that Indiana is store brand Ohio. Like, we're not even saying it's, like, store brand, like, damn. Yeah, it's not store brand California. No. It's store brand already some shit. No, I say that with love. It's not store brand Massachusetts. That's Connecticut. Please. Connecticut's weird. I'm not going to get into my feelings on Connecticut. You Connecticut had a, wishes. You had, a, you had a, a vocal fry in your voice when saying that. That was just so scathing. Connecticut just Connecticut. wishes it was Massachusetts or New York, and it's neither. To be honest, I know kind of nothing about Connecticut or anything up there, but I'll agree with you blindly. To all it's been my about knowledge. seven hours of my past week driving through connecticut (laughs) yikes i've never been to connecticut but to my knowledge there's only houses there you know mostly yeah i feel like it's like all residential like there's nothing else there except residences you've driven through connecticut which is most people's experience of it yeah yeah that did happen to me as well that did happen to me (laughs) yeah connecticut happened to me listen Connecticut does happen to you. I do like um, the Hartford Science Museum is lovely. All right. It's Why a great did you pl- go to the Hartford <laughs> On a date. It's a great place for a date, actually. Science Museum is a great date. Oh. Oh. How close are you to this? <laughs> I'm like half an hour, 20, 20 oh. minutes, half an hour, depending okay. on traffic. That yeah. makes more sense. That, close. I'm I'm very, like, I'm that very... is like a long drive for a date. <laughs> Yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm very. It too. I'm very close to Hartford. Wow. Oh. Uh. Yeah. 
anyways like there's like four years ago too it's not like I just like just went on a date to the science museum um I haven't lived in Massachusetts for two years uh what was I saying oh playlist songs we gotta do that still yeah we do we do don't we I have mine go for it um I've like I had a hard time with this one but I landed on, and I feel pretty good about this in the end. We didn't start the fire. (laughs) Fall Out Boy version. Word. I don't know. That is the exact vibes of the opening of this book. No, you're right. Word. What else? Um, I picked Drumming Song by Florence and the Machine. Because I've been in a big screaming. I love that. That's one of my favorite songs. Really? Oh my god! I've been listening to it a lot this week. Uh, I like have been listening to the whole Lungs album because I've been trying to like listen to a full album every time I go to the gym. I go to the gym often, so I'm running quickly. Out. Send me album suggestions, please. Um, Oh, will do. But uh, so now, and I've already listened to that whole album but like i it'd been a while since i listened through the whole thing and i was like that is such a good song um and yeah i liked the uh i feel like the vibe of it was very like the opening of this book kind of like what you were saying brayden like getting on that and also um oh what was i gonna oh yeah i just thought it it also like felt a lot like the characters relationships with each other right now like that they don't not that they're strangers because some of them really aren't like we have like leo and calypso you know Uh but like some of them are like i don't know they're not strangers but in like a weird they're connected in such weird ways that i was like i feel like all of their relationships right now are so like uncertain because even leo and calypso like have not been like together for that long (laughs) you know and they are like quote-unquote teenagers leo was a teenager we'll maybe discuss that at a later time <laughs> yeah i we i i've decided i love their relationship talk, though okay we actually we're can't done with right age now. discourse we've gotten so into age just we actually can't talk about it but drumming song is my pick <laughs> oh incredible pick again like i love it it's like the theme song for the book i'm working on right now Ooh. more news I'll, that's all i'll say about that for now but oh my god that's stay so- tuned for news about that hopefully Ah, well, period. Ooh. Just um, dropping, dropping that thread early. Um, Ava, what's your song? Oh, okay, that's crazy. I, <coughs> oops, sorry. I chose, which Don't is- apologize, so, babe. I am so, I'm not ill, I'm just incapacitated right now. Um, the song I chose is called Witches in Salt Lake City by No Such Animal. I found this song on TikTok last year, and I love it. It's crazy. Um, it's, I'm cueing it right, like right now because <laughs> that, the name to begin with, like it's it has crazy. me. I'm so curious about what yeah. this song could possibly sound like. It's it's like fierce. Like I thought it was gonna be weird. No, it's cool. I really like it. Um, and it just gives the woman with the face on her abdomen. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it it just gives that vibe. We'll get into that. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Excellent picks this week. Very happy with these. 10 out of 10. What are our favorite parts of these chapters? Actually, like, really talking about these chapters now, half an hour into <laughs> this episode. Yeah, literally. Well, it works because they don't have a lot to say about the theme because I just thought the first chapters were cool and that's kind of it. Um, so my participation will be, I'm so glad that they named out Zoe Nightshade. Um, my first favorite, I miss her. Yeah, that was sweet. I mm. like the... Um, I like the dynamic between Calypso and Apollo. They are like such funny foes, but like not, you know, they're on the same team, but they're just like, they're, we talked like a little bit at the end of the last book about how like they've both lost their powers now and like how they're, they're foils for each other and how they're like coping with that, you know, but Mm -hmm. also just generally like they are so similar in so many ways, but then like, you know, one is someone who's been punished for that long for like eternity and the other is someone who's and is now like set free and now apollo has been like you know a literal god and is now being punished it's just interesting to like have them be so similar and so different at the same time and they're really funny so one of my favorite parts of what i assume to be like one of my favorite parts of this book just how it went in the in this chapter like there was one part in there in the beginning of the um like section that we read where uh calypso like says like a shady ass comment in a different language like in a dead language and apollo like snaps back at her in that dead language and i was like that is so funny like no one one knows what they're saying that's that is that is so fun (laughs) like that's just such a cool relationship to like make in this book and happy like a center point of it so i'm excited to see where it goes it is like it is a very different dynamic to set up that we have two immortal beings yeah which is very different from the old books where we have none yeah it's just like making that what these books are about is really compelling to me i agree because it's so different yeah i really what did i like um i'm i'm interested in the lesbians we have no lesbians too. but they like they're lesbians right no they are like emmy and joe like i've never yeah. seen two people more clearly like described as stereotypical lesbians yeah um, it's true and, and they're in this they have the the way station which is just like i know so queer so i did queer. have a moment like reading it where i was like is this supposed to be canon or am I just crazy? I was like, am I just gay or right. is this gay? Me, is this we, need, we need some straight input on this. Did you get, <laughs> catch the vibes? No, I, I think it's written pretty heavy, folks. It's definitely going to be revealed. Okay good. okay, good. Like, I mean, I read everything as queer. Like, yeah, me too. There are no straight things ever happening <laughs> in any book that I've ever read. Oppress like, them. Awesome. Oppress them. <laughs> Oppress them. With love. Like, you can stay. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> You're fine. I appreciate it. But no, I agree with you. A hundred percent. Slay. All right. Let's take a break. And then we'll come back to talk about the theme of acclimatization. You got that word out. I'm coming to this. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, acclimatization. To explain the theme, the theme is the, we picked the word that properly grammatically fit a, a theme, but like the, it means to acclimate. Hopefully now that makes more sense to you because we're, we want to talk about how basically we're jumping right into this and the adjustment period to like letting all of this be thrown at them there is so much that happens in these first four chapters and i'm interested the most from them in like the way apollo particularly is handling like the improvisation that comes through like all of this being thrown at them yeah so I think the first thing I want to talk about in terms of like adjusting your perception in order to handle a situation is the fucking face body people. I like spooky Bell- Bellamy Bellamy. I don't care. They're so scary. So scary. Also just the whole town be Oh my god. I do have to say okay. Maybe describe scene. I hated and loved loved it for these reasons one hated hated the physical descriptions of them i was real real shocked just the way that that she was like where no but like the way rick describes it too is like and then where like oh like he says like a woman's brassiere or something like that literally literally she has eyes instead of boobs is what is what was being said, but it was said in like the way that made it the most uncomfortable. Possibly. Yeah, <laughs> it was like already an uncomfortable concept, and then Rick made it worse. Yeah, I yeah, hate the body horror of it. It was harrowing. It was harrowing. I'm just like not prepared for that level of body horror in these books, so. Although, talking about our theme, though, I just thought of this. I'm so smart. Anyways, um, I always found it, I always found it interesting. And also in the, be- like, last book, too, when they come across these, like, different monsters and villains that they have to fight, like, Apollo normally knows what's up. Like, in this, like, section, he was like, oh, I have not seen these, these, like, creatures since the Julius Caesar era and would not like to see them, have seen them again. So it's like adapting to the situation that he's in, in his current form. But like, you know, him as a being has like seen it all before, which is always yeah. really interesting. Because when we get it from the demigods perspective, they're like, what the fuck is that? And then normally Annabeth has to be like, I read about that in a book once and I sort of remember that it's, you know. Yeah, but he he personally has the experience. It's just in a different context, and that's what he has to acclimate to. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's the one... And all the rest of them are like, what the fuck is that? And he's the animus being like, I know this, but 
I don't want, I don't know how to deal with it. And I will say also in terms of the theme and the, I can't remember what they're like, or pronounce what they're supposed, like their species is, but Bellamy and her pals, um, (laughs) getting into how monsters disguise themselves in these worlds. Again, like this has been a, a context that has been across all of these books is how are these creatures and people from mythology modernized and put into uh, this American context. But the concept of that they're hiding different faces on their heads, I'm I'm confused anatomically. Like, are they do they have heads that don't have faces and their bodies have faces? And that just the face is fake, or do they not have head at all? Like stop at shoulder. I thought it implied no head. Oh, I thought they did have one, but it wasn't real. <laughs> oh yes, but like their actual form. Oh yeah, yeah, no yeah. Head. No head. <laughs> I can, like I could, sorry. I'm so sorry. I like literally could not not make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was gonna let it slide the first time you said it, and then the second time I absolutely could not let it go. Anyways, yeah, okay, that's so much worse. Actually, I don't know. Let's vote. No face, head with no face, and face on body. Worse than no head at all, face on body. Yeah, but I think that the se- the latter is the situation that we're in right now. Okay. Yeah, I, I do. I would agree that the first is worse. Yeah. I don't know, though. Actually, I actually think the way that we're set up to believe it is, is worse. Because, I don't know, the idea of just the head not be- being there is so... No, it's horrifying. Specific. Like, picturing, <laughs> like, you only ever see bodies without a head one when you see someone be beheaded yeah or you're watching a reenactment of the sleepy hull i mean facts that's what it's reminding me all of but i know it's like definitely a lot scarier than that but it just reminds me of like you know cartoons of that like story oh i love like i i don't know i'm just a big fan of the headless horseman I'm writing that down. No, like as a concept, I think I think it's really it's a real like scary but like interesting concept. I no, I think a lot of cool stuff has been done with it. I really like Sleepy Hollow, the movie. That makes sense for you. It's yeah. weird. It's not great. When I was in ninth grade, I had to help out with um the seventh and eighth grade production of Sleepy Hollow the musical. Oh, and I illegally I illegally downloaded all the rehearsal tracks of like people singing like th- with like the guiding singers and stuff just so I would always remember how terrible these songs are and they're in my Google Drive still. Oh I've, my God. I've also seen a production of Sleepy Hollow the musical and it is not a well done adaptation of The Legend of the Headless Horseman. It's like actually hilarious. Like I mean, not I that, like this was a thing. Bruh. No, it's like real underground. <laughs> yeah, it's like a real like <laughs> shit piece of theater. Frankly, it's, it's clearly meant for like middle schools, and that's yeah. it. But it's really what? bad, and it's hilarious because it's so bad. 
like let's stop trying to adapt horror into like youth theater and just stripping away everything that's fun about yeah, and they make so many confusing plot lines i don't know it's it's a really weird show with really terrible lyrics it's also like the legend of sleepy hollow is like a really complicated story too there's just like a lot of like context that has to be that is established because there's it's a, such a specific American period where there's very specific like ideals in politics in that like it's like post-revolution it's like pre-civil war I think like that period or it's like restoration period I'm not really sure because it's it's it happens in the north <laughs> So it really could be, (laughs) there's a whole period of American history where I could not tell you what happens after the revolution and until restoration. I mean, the Civil War, but. (laughs) I think that, I think that occurs. Damn. Well, anyways, thanks for listening to our Sleepy Hollow recap podcast. Oh my God. Damn, I didn't know we had to like know things about Sleepy Hollow to be hosts here. I guess this is me getting fired, huh? <laughs> like you could ever get fired. Please the- turn in your key card. <laughs> Please sign out of your company email. Like we don't. <laughs> Please. I'm kicking you off the Zoom. <laughs> Where else do we see acclimatization? It's August. Sorry. What? <laughs> it's August. Oh, <laughs> in the time we're recording, it is now midnight. There, and we're recording on the thirty first, but now it's the first. Oh my god! I was so fucking confused. My dude, we are not doing excellent on staying on topic. This no, I I have to be completely honest. I didn't particularly enjoy these chapters at all. I don't have much to I say. I was them, hooked I at the them. end. I loved yeah. them, like I loved the most recent Ant Man movie, where I loved it for no good reason, and I really don't have anything to say about it except I had fun. Yeah. Like, I definitely had a lot of thoughts about the body horror. And then we're just thrown so quickly into the way station that I still don't know what's happening there. Which is intentional, which is fine. I would like to know what's happening, but therefore, I don't really have many thoughts about what happens because I don't really know where we're going yet. Yeah, I agree. But it it is interesting to see Apollo, like you were saying earlier, really figure out the new context that not only he's in but everyone he has basically ever interacted with throughout his life is somehow immortal as well now like through some way or another and like having to adapt to interacting with them in new situations feels very like I've been thinking about this a lot in that I ran into three people from my past today at work because I work at the biggest movie theater in my area. Therefore, I see so many people that I've known. But I saw a middle school teacher. I saw a girl I was friends with in middle school and a girl I did theater with in um, high school. And the idea of like running into people from your past and that 
people change, but people also don't change, you know? Yeah. I have, ooh, that, that's a complicated sidebar of a thing it where it's like, we're the same people, but we grow. But at, at the core, we're still the same people, but we're in different contexts and our, our, our lives change. Therefore, like, it is very interesting and weird and hard to handle when you see someone you used to know very well. Like, one of these girls I ran into was, like, one of my, if not my best friend in in middle school. And we were very close until, like, high school. And then I never really talked to her again. That's crazy. And we didn't acknowledge that we knew each other today. Because, like, I didn't know, like, because I haven't seen this girl in eight years. So I was like, I think this is you, but it might not be. And that just felt very what happens to Apollo here. Like, he made this woman a god, but couldn't remember who she was. (laughs) Literally. Literally. Yeah. I don't really know what lesson we have to learn from this. I think it's just like, I just thought that was an interesting parallel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, reacclimating yourself with people, especially, is very hard. Yeah. But can be rewarding or can be bad. There are, there are a lot of ways it can go. <laughs> sometimes things are good, you know, and sometimes you know, they're not. Okay, preach. You know, every country is different. <laughs> every country is different. Liz. And uh, I don't know. I couldn't keep, I was trying to keep going with the bit and I, my mind went and all shoes are as well. And that. No, that I'm is, like, why was that? Okay. You should have just said that with no explanation. You should have. Yeah, but like, it, it was in the same mode and format as the joke, but it felt so out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> look who you're talking to right it now. It would have been completely out of nowhere and it would have made me cackle out loud. So it's still I'm glad we haven't had a true like crackhead episode in a minute. In a while. We are so silly I'm, tonight. I'm glad to be back to form. Um <laughs> logging onto the Zoom, I was like, I don't know what they're bringing, but what I'm bringing isn't gonna go too hot. <laughs> yeah, no, I I did get getting ready for this podcast, I was like, wow. I don't have much to say. Yeah. And it it proved to be true. Yeah. But at the same time, I enjoyed talking about about yeah. how little there is. I don't know. I I this is a complete sidebar cuz I'm we're just sharing our thoughts now. Right. This scene very much like right that we open with and then like suddenly like everyone the businessmen are like all face body people and they're all attacking them very uncanny valley felt very like that scene in guardians 3 where they arrive on the planet and all the people on the planet are animals i haven't seen it yet oh my god i forgot you didn't go wait yes i have yeah you saw it yeah the animals like the bunny with the briefcase yeah yes okay I, love I don't it. know that like is there something there I don't think there's anything there but that's that's the thing, what it conjured in my head I don't know <laughs> I'm just always really interested in the like that kind of uncanny valley this is normal but it's not normal concept you know what it gave to me what <laughs> don't worry darling 
True. It also gave Don't Worry Darling. That movie was so weird. The, we talked I, about that movie on this podcast, right? We did. And I it think so we scary. had to have. Because we yeah. literally went to a meeting right after that we saw that movie and literally, like, we could not. Oh, that was no me. I'm so sorry. I literally always keep my computer on Do Not Disturb. That's so embarrassing. Um, we went to a meeting and we were, like, not right. Like, <laughs> it was just yeah, no, a th- weird movie. And that's why it gave me Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah, almost a year later, I, like, feel very solid in my assessment that that movie is bad. It, yeah, no, it was, like, it, after seeing Barbie especially oh. I'm like, it tried and just got lost in the sauce a little bit like it tried to make a comment on incel culture and yeah. like online forums that talk about women and then it was like making planes crash and not explaining it and it just got so plot holy that it it lost its whole point you know i agree, I agree. yeah it really <laughs> had something and then really didn't I saw the Barbie movie. I forgot to mention that in my update. Yeah. It was like, fantastic. Life-changing good. I'm scheduled to see it at least two more times. <laughs> Box office juggernaut, too. Literally. Yeah. The theater on a, mon- on a Monday... Tuesday? On a Tuesday night, like, at, like, 11.15, was full. Like, Girl, full of people. I know. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> As someone... As as someone who like appreciates film and like works in the arts, I'm very happy for Barbie. As someone who also works at a movie theater, stop seeing Barbie. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. It's so busy. Yeah. Sass moments. I have a picture of mine. Donuts. Why won't my phone open? Got it. All right. Around us rose a meager cluster of downtown high-rises, stacks of stone and glass like layered wedges of black and white licorice. Not the yummy kind of licorice, either. The nasty variety that sits for eons in your stepmother's candy bowl on the coffee table. And no, Hera, why would I be talking about you? (laughs) What a read. Damn. That was mine. Really? Oh, I'm so sorry. You know I'm going to pick one about pick Hera. Pick one about Hera? I know, that was my bad. I should have known. My girl. My fucking crazy girl. <laughs> she wouldn't have licorice. She would have, like, like hot tamales or something. <laughs> like, like a Oh my crazy... god, what an accurate yet specific read. Right? Like, she would have a candy that would, like, throw you the hell off. Like, it would not be, like, a regular gross candy. Oh, I fucking love a hot... What are our opinions on hot tamales? I love a cinnamon-flavored thing. I like them. My Maeve loves them. My sister loves them. That makes sense. And I love Maeve for that. Yeah. (laughs) They're so good. I don't know if I've ever had one. They're they're true to their name, for sure. They're hot. Oh, Oh, boy. They're not tamales, though. No. In, in case you were, they are Mike and Ike. That. They are Mike and Ike adjacent cinnamon. I know them. They gotta cinnamon be made. Pills. They gotta be made by Misters Mike and Ike. Oh, absolutely. Oh, They're basically the same thing. Yeah, just but but not, not at all. Not a, yeah, let's spicy, <laughs> but same shape. Yeah, 
that gay couple really did something when they uh, made <laughs> their Mike and Ike's and then stop. And then they also spun off to Good and Plenty. They went licorice. Oh, no, I was thinking it too. I love a little pill shaped candy. Please. <sighs> All right. Well, so my moment, <laughs> there were a lot of them, but my favorite was when Calypso kept doing like the, like the, Skills of Lester, most worthless of teens. When he goes, vary your adjectives. <laughs> I grumbled. <laughs> that was good. That, was that whole favorite. like sequence was very fun. I really vary enjoyed it. Vary your adjectives. Who are we going to give offerings for this week? Zoe Nightshade. Surprise. <laughs> I know. I missed her. Rip. Uh, I'm giving mine to Leo. Yeah, he's, he's my close. guy. He slays. I'm giving mine to funny. He's mature now. He got absolutely cooked by Festus's fire vomit, so I also feel bad about that occurrence. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's fine, but like all his clothes are not, and he was caught off guard. Yeah, I am going for calypso right off the bat because Curly gets knocked out so fast and so soon into this book i know he's been back for so few pages before getting knocked out i love her she's fierce stan we stan yeah we do um who are we voting off indiana um rick for that description i was also thinking that like i'm not gonna vote off them because like your your body is your body like yeah we, not gonna body shame but rick did not need to go into that much detail but <laughs> rick gave them the body where is the body <laughs> is the body, the body. <laughs> with that <laughs> that is all for this week folks <laughs> Join us next week where we will be discussing chapters five through eight. And hopefully we'll talk about them for most of the time. (laughs) Make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble and a website, www.returntocamp.com. See you next week. Goodbye. Or not. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Oh. 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 (laughs) 